You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. The other day, I was looking back at the epically long list of podcast episodes that we have created here, which is kind of insane. Kind of insane. It's the definition, my friends, of start before you're ready. But I was surprised at myself for having not done a podcast episode dedicated to how to make decisions. And I know that that might sound a little bit left field or this is kind of super random. But decision fatigue is a thing. It's a very real thing. One of the concepts that some of you guys know, and I will tell you a bit more background about it, but a lot of you guys know that one of the kind of quirky things that I do as a human being (laughs) is I will very intentionally just decide that I'm going to wear the same clothes for three days. I do shower every day, so that's fine. But you can judge me as much as you want. Clean underwear for sure. But I just decided many, many years ago, clearly I wasn't working in corporate anymore. And when you run your own business, nobody's paying enough attention. No, Like literally, I'm not even sure people are paying enough attention. But it was that thought that got me thinking about, huh, okay. So Steve Jobs decided, you'll always see him in the latter half of his life, wearing a black turtleneck, jeans, and sneakers. His entire closet was black turtleneck, jeans, and sneakers. And then I want to say maybe 10 years ago, there was one of the guys on the morning show, didn't tell anybody that he was doing this, but he actually decided that for 52 weeks in a row, he was going to wear exactly the same suit. And he actually did it to test out the assumption that women must live up to a different expectation and standard than a man does. So he didn't even tell his co-anchor that he was doing this, but he literally wore the same suit for 52 weeks and then came out on air to say, hey, so here's something that I've been doing. And he literally announced that not a single person noticed that he was wearing the same suit every day. And I remember when I heard that story, I was like, this is so awesome. Because then you marry it with my efficiency brain, my what would it look like if it was easy? And I went, huh. I mean, if nobody's paying enough attention, then for sure, I'm going to wear the same clothes for three days in a row. And then at the end of three days, I'll just decide the next thing. And I also love this idea because I think it was Steve Jobs that I first understood this concept of decision fatigue. And my friends, you already know this, when you run a business, whoa, like, whoa with all of the decisions. So anywhere I can in my life, I will cut down on the number of decisions that I need to make. And for me, it's, okay, I'm just going to wear the same thing for three days in a row. I'm going to have as much as I can the same morning routine. I am going to go do my workout the same days every single week. I do eat a lot of the same food a lot of the time. 
because I want to be very intentional with where I am making decisions and where I'm spending energy to make decisions so I can make better decisions. I hate, like top of my list, hate having to decide what's for dinner. Like that question of what do you want for dinner is like, I hate even just asking the question, what do you want for dinner? And I will say, I am totally okay. I am my mother's daughter and I am totally okay. I could probably eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch, and the same thing for dinner for many, many, many days in a row and not worry about it. I'm not looking for excitement in my life when it comes to food. I am looking for ease of decision making. I'm looking for health in my body. And I am very happy, very happy to just eat the same thing again and again and again. And I will find excitement in other areas in my life. And my friends, I thought it would be super helpful to give you my thoughts, my point of view in terms of how you can become a better decision maker. Because I think, well, I know for all of us, before we started a business, before we even thought about starting a business, we never even thought about the idea of becoming good at making decisions. And I will tell you, I was not born a good decision maker. You can talk to my dad. Because the number of times he would get so frustrated with me, we're standing in 7-Eleven, good old Salt Spring Island. (laughs) It wouldn't even have been a 7-Eleven over there. It would have been like the little corner shop. I probably was in the big city of Victoria. When we're standing in 7-Eleven, and he would just get so mad at me for how long I would take. Because I would almost stand there and like picture and like in my imagination going through every single candy bar. And this is like before... Like, I think even at the time, M&M's only had two different, like, packages with plain M&M's, peanut M&M's, not like 17 kinds of M&M's. And there was one kind of Kit Kat, (laughs) one kind of Smarties, like, there was Mars Bar, Snickers, like, there wasn't necessarily the same, like, I could not even imagine if I was seven years old. And, like, standing at the candy bar aisle now, I'm like, nope, I have my go-to, I make the decision ahead of time, thanks so much. But this idea of, if you don't consider yourself good at making decisions, if you consider yourself, if you identify with the idea of being indecisive, I know that this will help. If you're the type of business owner who kind of feels the exhaustion, which is very real about the number of decisions that we have to make in the run of a day or run of a week, if you're even looking through I don't know, the seed catalog, if you're trying to figure out the next person you're going to hire, if you're trying to even think about which website platform should I be using? Should I invest in this piece of software? Should I do this thing over here? Should I sign up to this program? Should I take this person's course? Like it doesn't even matter what the decision is in front of you. It could be, what am I going to have for lunch? Whatever the decision is, it's super helpful if we can go through this work together and you can kind of figure out, I don't know what decision to make about this thing over here. And we can go through this process and I can teach you the skill of becoming good at making decisions because it's just a skill, right? It's just like learning to ride a bicycle. So I have a very simple three-step framework for making decisions. Anytime I can feel myself like spinning in indecision, it's super helpful to just come back to this structure. So like, this is your recipe. This is your formula. Now it's like you have a system for making decisions in your business. You can literally write in your standard operating procedures for your business. Here's how decisions are made, right? Here's how the CEO, here's how the boss of this business makes decisions. 
So we all know as human beings that when we're navigating life and we're navigating our business, it is so much easier if we have a plan. If you have a formula, if you have some structure, we all just thrive on some semblance of structure. And I'm not even saying like restrictiveness. I'm just saying everybody loves a plan because it's true. All humans love a plan. So this is my three-step framework so that you can put it into practice. And I will encourage you to try it in any area in your life or business. And the goal here is to learn how to make decisions from a very intentional, conscious space rather from a place of reactiveness, habit, or routine. And the reason that this framework is so powerful is that decisions are how we create results. Decisions are how you create anything in your life. Like where you are right now at this exact moment in time is the result of other decisions that you've made previously. So if you're in the car and you're driving back from an event or you're driving back from the wholesalers, you're driving to the wholesalers, you're doing that as a result of other previous decisions that you've made. Now, the real key to feeling more empowered and running a successful flower business is to make as many of those decisions as intentional as possible. Now, I will interrupt here and I will tell you, for those of you who feel very connected to and you can see that you are very much a perfectionist, this is not about trying to make a perfect decision because there is no such thing as a perfect decision. There's only a decision that's right for you right now. Because the most beautiful thing and one of my greatest joys in life is the fact that human beings can change their mind. We are always growing and evolving and your preferences change, your tastes change, your priorities as a human being change. And I love seeing human beings change their mind. You're like, yep, I don't have to explain it to anybody. I'm just going to change my mind and go over here and do this thing. (laughs) Right? If I think about like the number of people who ask us like, why did you move to Australia? Because we could. It's so interesting. Like we don't have to explain it to people. We don't have to give them a rationale. It's like, I'm in charge of my life. I am a grown ass adult and I get to make the best decisions for me with the information I have at hand. And I can give myself permission to change my mind any time I like to. Welcome to being a human being on planet earth in 2022. Nobody gave you the user manual, but this is what makes it so fun. It's so freaking awesome. So my friends, my three-step process is very simple, but do not let the simplicity of it fool you because it is incredibly powerful. And I want to invite you to use this system, take this system, make it your own, claim it as your own, whatever you want to do with it. You might be thinking about making changes in your business, right? You might be thinking about closing a flower shop, opening a flower shop, buying a flower shop, selling a flower shop, expanding your wedding offering, going into subscriptions, closing down subscriptions. You might be rebranding. You might want to change the name of your business. You might be thinking about making your first hire. You might be thinking about making your next hire. You might be thinking about what you're going to plant in the ground next season. You might be thinking about what the heck's for dinner, or you might be thinking about where am I going to go on holidays? All of these are perfect examples 
of being able to take this three-step decision-making framework. Even if you're one of those people that's like, I'm thinking about signing up for your program, Kathleen. Let's use that. That's a great example. So this whole idea of the three-step process. Step number one, decide what you want. It's the old saying of, if you don't know where you're going, then any path will get you there. I love thinking of the example too, of like going on holiday. The first thing you decide is where you're going to go. It's literally like define the destination and don't spend a second beating yourself up. If your brain's default response is, I don't know. It's very possible that you have been conditioned to not give yourself the power to decide what you want. It's very possible that everybody else's needs are more important than yours, including your kids, including your parents, including your spouse, including your family, including your neighbors, including your customers. It's very possible that the first idea that comes out of your brain is, I don't know, or a version of what should it be? right? We're so well conditioned to people please, to cater to everybody else's needs above our own. And that little magic ingredient when you run a business and that kind of niggle of, well, the customer's always right, right? It's very easy for us to have kind of shut off that part of our brain, that part of our thinking around like, what is it that I really want? So I want to give you permission to you can even do this in like the secrecy of your own mind. (laughs) You could do this while you're out walking the dog. You can also do this. If you have a long drive ahead of you, heck, even if you have a short drive, if you're just running down to the petrol station, if you're running out to Dairy Queen just to get a blizzard, I want you to do this. I want you to think about if you could wave a magic wand, what would you do? If you could hit like reset on your business, if you could completely clear the decks, if you could walk in with a brand new business, start from scratch, what would you do? We are never, ever, ever, ever taught to ask ourselves this question. I spent years in my business and I will say years in the corporate world, probably every year in high school and in university. And I don't even know. I mean, since I came out of the womb, I probably was like, well, this is what you should do very well-practiced narrative around being like a good girl, right? That's where this, so much of this behavior comes from. This idea of like, well, (laughs) I love thinking about this. This is an amazing combination. Canadian, people-pleasing, good girl. Now, I know so many of you can relate to that. Even if you're not Canadian, you totally get what that means. But like, we apologize for everything. Everybody else's needs are more important than ours. We're here to please the people. We're here to cater to everybody else's needs as women. My needs are no longer ever have they ever been as important as somebody else's needs. I have to look after everybody else first, and that includes my customers, that includes my staff. Heck, that even includes the wholesalers and the growers, and probably the venue managers and all of the other partner suppliers, like Kathleen's needs, lowest on the totem pole. It's okay to ask yourself what you want. And if it feels scary, if it feels overwhelming, if it kind of gives you the shakes, it's okay to do this in your own secret little world. Because it's a very new concept to be able to step in to your own personal power as a grown ass adult who actually doesn't have to follow any rules. 
You're allowed to break the law. Like you don't have to do anything. Even if we look at the experience, and I was thinking about this the other day, if you watch your brain, look at the menu at a restaurant. It is such a fascinating exercise. If you just pick up a menu and you look at it, you'll be able to watch your brain scan the menu for what you should order, right? You should get the salad. You should get the, what is it? Like roast broccoli and chicken. (laughs) I don't even know like what all the health people are like spouting off these days. Like you shouldn't get dessert. You should definitely not get the chips. Like all, it's so quick. Our brain is like, you should do this and you shouldn't do that. But if you really allow yourself, and I love this exercise of like, either look at a world map or look at a restaurant menu. Or I'll also offer this up because I've started doing this and it's super fun. Go onto the website of one of your favorites, like high-end premium clothing designers. Or if you're into plants, if you're into cars, if you're into fabric, like something that you absolutely love, go flip through the online catalog and give yourself full permission to want what you want. Move past the I'm supposed to, I should do, what's the right answer? And tap into that inner knowing, right? I will give you full permission to be selfish, right? Look at the drinks menu at your local bar. Look at the restaurant menu at your favorite restaurant and just go, what if I gave myself permission to desire anything on this menu? What do I actually desire? This one concept will change your business. Because I spent so long in our business thinking our business had to look a certain way. I have to have a team of a certain size. I have to do weddings of a certain size. I have to work at certain venues. I have to have a flower shop that looks a certain way. I have to be able to work and do this kind of design aesthetic. I have to be able to do this. Like It was this puzzle piece of all of these external expectations that I was putting in my business. I think it took me at least five years, at least five years to really think about, no, I don't want to do big weddings. I don't want to have a massive freelance team. I don't want to have this and I don't want to have that. And really being honest with yourself. And it can be scary, right? Because it could be, if you're anything like me, you've been walking around this planet for decades, never even thinking about what is it that I want. If I even think about like going into university and doing all of these degrees and being such an overachiever, it's like that's all for everybody else's expectations. Nothing to do with what Kathleen wants. And it feels really scary to ask yourself that question, right? And it feels new and that's okay. But give yourself time and permission to just come from a place of curiosity and really watch your brain because it's actually really fun. So the next time you go out for dinner, I want you to do this. And then I want you to report back. (laughs) Go out for dinner and look at the menu and watch your brain. Like just tell the kids to be quiet for a second. Tell whoever you're with at dinner just to entertain themselves for 90 seconds and watch your brain. It's so fascinating because it's so quick to judge what you should be doing. But I find this so helpful because if we can practice it in these like very safe, very familiar, very comfortable spaces and we can go, I, I'm allowed to have anything on this menu, right? What do I actually desire? And then what do I know will fuel this body and what do I want to put in this body right now? You get to decide. And then you get to take that same concept and you get to apply it to your business. 
this one step is literally a game changer when it comes to being good at decisions. It's this idea of like, what is the end goal here? What is it that you want? Do you want a flower business that runs most of the time without your day-to-day involvement? Or do you want a flower business where it is much more of a one-person show and you're much more hands-on and it is about you? Or do you want it to be somewhere in between? Do you want to run a flower business that has a customer-facing shop or studio space? Or do you want to keep your customer face-to-face engagement at an absolute minimum? Do you want to launch a flower school? Do you want to do big scale weddings? Do you want to just focus on daily deliveries? Do you want to just do funerals, subscriptions, corporates? If you could wave a magic wand, what is it that you want? And spend time in that space. Spend the whole drive home from the wholesalers thinking about what is it that you want. Give yourself complete permission. And I literally said this the other day and I realized, yeah, that's totally true. I was like, nope. Yeah, I definitely want to host a workshop in Paris and I want Catherine, the photographer, to be there. That is a thing that I want. And you all know now that I've said it out loud, it shall be happening. (laughs) But I'm like, no, that is a thing I want to do. I want her to come with me from Australia and we shall be in the streets of Paris and we shall have beautiful models and you shall all be there and we shall eat, drink and be merry. And it will be fabulous. (laughs) And we will have so much fun doing it. But I'm like, yeah, just the idea of articulating, articulating what is it that you want and giving yourself permission to want what you want. Because that then leads you so quickly to number two, because all you have to do is commit to making it happen. And commit to making it happen no matter what. It's like, this is a 10 out of 10 commitment. You are going to commit to that outcome. So if you want to launch a flower school, you are going to commit to that outcome. If you want to only focus on big budget weddings, you're going to commit to that outcome. If you don't want to do a wedding, you are going to commit to that outcome. I often think about like what it would be like to have the desire to be an Olympic athlete. They are so committed to the goal of being at the Olympics, right? And I can think of this idea. It's like, there's almost these three separate parts of their goal. It's like, I'm going to commit to being at the Olympics. I'm going to commit to getting a medal. And then I'm going to commit to making it a gold medal. But this idea of like, you're going to have the same level of commitment that an Olympic athlete has to their goal right? Our toils and troubles are going to be different to theirs. Guaranteed 99% of it is all in our head in both instances. But I'm like, no, I mean, I definitely don't want to be a rower at the Olympics because I don't want to have to get up at the crack of dawn every single day. Like I could do it once a week, but not every day. (laughs) Like, no, 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 thank you. But this idea of like commit to making it happen. And I want you to commit to yourself that you have a 10 out of 10 commitment. So you're going to commit to the outcome. You're going to get clear on where you're going and then you're going to commit to the outcome. And then the only thing that's left is embracing the discomfort of taking the first step. Because this is the thing. It's not going to feel good. It's going to be very, very uncomfortable. If we take that decision 
of you signing up to join us inside of the Flower Boss Academy, your brain is going to come up with a dozen reasons why you shouldn't do it. I'll sign up later. Oh, that's a lot of money. What if it doesn't work for me? What if I am the one magic unicorn who can't take Kathleen's very simple concepts and put it to work for myself and my business? What if I don't hold myself accountable to doing the work? What if I go into this program and realize that all of the other floral designers in there are total bitches and douchebags? (laughs) Which I laugh at because those of you guys who are inside of the membership know that that's exactly the opposite. These human beings, you guys who are inside of this this private membership are so fucking incredible and I love you so much. Anyway, but this idea of your brain is going to come up with a dozen reasons why you should not hit the buy now button. But if you have decided ahead of time, if you're clear on your goal, right? And your goal is I want to build a profitable flower business. I want to grow my flower business. I want to get out of this rut and I want to shortcut my success. And I want to learn exactly what I need to prioritize when it comes to getting customers, making money and growing my business. You've committed to that ahead of time. And I come along and say, Hey, here's an amazing opportunity. Do you want to be part of this private membership? It comes with a huge amount of flexibility. You'll be supported by these amazing human beings. You get every Every single template and resource that we use in our business, we've even created a replica website. Would you like to come in and join it? Because you can just take it all, my friends. The difference is committing to making that happen. So you know it's not going to feel comfortable. I can guarantee you hitting the buy now button. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit just got real. Because that's what happens, right? You've just committed to your goal. And when you take that first step, you're going to feel a little bit nauseous and that's okay. But that is because you're stepping out of your comfort zone. That is because you know, you're going to show up in a bigger and bolder way. And that is because you know, like, you know, in your heart of hearts, you have what it takes to build a successful flower business. And now, you know, you have the resources to shortcut your success and holy fucking shit. Now I have to make it happen. Right. It's like that feeling that we have when you sign the lease. <laughs> like, Or you sign like the paperwork to buy the business or you sign the paperwork to sell the business. It's like shit just got real, my friends. And it feels uncomfortable. And that's okay. So this is your three-step process for making any decision, any decision that you want. Step one, decide what it is that you want. Like what is the outcome? Number two, commit to making it happen and commit 10 out of 10 to making it happen. And then all you have to do is embrace the discomfort of taking the first step, because I promise you, it's not going to feel good. And that's okay. Take this decision-making framework, my friends, make it your own, put it into action for yourself. Teach it to all of your people, teach it to all of your staff, teach it to your friends and family, sit around, watch your brain as you're looking at the menu at the restaurants, and then use this decision-making process to make a decision, decide what you want commit to making it happen, embrace the discomfort of taking the first step. My friends have the most amazing week. It's so fun to hang out with you. I am so grateful that you're here. Please take care of yourself, drive safe, get some sleep, eat your vegetables, drink your water, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.